yo 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 it's your boy lj here on another night of my podcast and like always i like to have fun but not by myself though because i like to bring people with me so i'm an old friend of mine yo i haven't seen this person in like 12 to 13 years but we found each other so we're gonna talk so guys ladies anyone is listening introduce to you mandy mandy good here Como está mi gente? <laughs> oh, Spanish. Como estás, mi gente? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's that Florida vibe. You know, you, you, you can tell you're from Florida just with that. Let me tell you. I've been in Florida for about eight years. I do not feel like a Floridian. I don't drive like a Floridian. I signal. I beep if I got to beep. In Florida, if you beep, you're being rude and they will drive slow. So, no. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so for the listeners, I know Mandy from way back when she was in New, in New York. And then when did you move to Florida? I moved to Florida about eight years ago. Yeah, it's been eight about years eight, ago. eight years ago. What made you want to leave New York? Oh, okay. So I was basically, I was in a train. I just had a baby and I had my third baby. And I was going through my postpartum depression. Yeah, right three now. kids. I have three kids. Only three? Only three. Only three. Three is enough. I I love being a mom. Let me tell you, I love being a mom. But I didn't want to be a mom when I first became a mom. I was like, this is not for me. This is way too much. But life experiences and yada yada. I think I we all like, don't want to be a parent when that first. I, I mean, I tell people this shit up and they get mad at me. You know the it's first the time. No, no, the, it's the truth. The first kid you have, it, it, it's a whoops. So the majority of the time is a whoops. Mm-hmm. Then the second, third could be more planned, but. Mine's mm. were never planned. <laughs> but it's okay, though. Like, it, it, they all came at good times in my life. And I live for my kids. Like, they're my everything right now. They're my everything. And I love being a mom. There was a it was a struggle for me in the beginning to like be a mom because I was like I can't connect with the boy I can't connect with my kid like I don't understand like I couldn't understand and it wasn't until those hard mother struggles that you go about and you're with the stroller and then you have another baby and then you have a double stroller and then you have another third baby and you're like so that alone I mean let me ask you something about that. Did you do this by yourself? Um, because I think, in my opinion, I have two boys. I'm so grateful that I have someone with me <laughs> that can help me do this shit. Because, yeah, I could do it. It's just, you know, sometimes you have to deal with your own shit. And, you're, and you got to figure a way not to show emotions when you have two. So my question to you was, you have three. Um, you did mention earlier about postpartum. So the first thing I think about all this is, Please tell me you had some help during this whole process. Maybe one kid one, kid two, or kid three, because I, I, I'm a guy. I can't relate to that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I had postpartum for the three of them, postpartum depression. Um, but the strongest that I got was uh, for my firstborn and my third and my third child. And um, like I said, I couldn't relate at the beginning with my firstborn. I couldn't relate to him. He would be crying, and I would... My mom would be like, don't you hear that baby crying? I'm like, what? I'm sleeping. <laughs> you know, this is like real. This is a real, real. This is what, what you go through. 
And I started, what I started to do is I, I didn't have, I didn't search for help at the beginning. It wasn't until my third child that I got it so bad that even the, the psychiatrist was like, listen, <laughs> if I could write a prescription for you to get the heck out of New York, then I can, if I could do that, I'll do that. Like it was just so like life was being so too toxic besides of my uh, postpartum depression, having three kids, juggling with that. Being and the rest like, of life. And then the rest of life. Yeah, right? It's just like a lot. It's a lot. But you know, you know, let me tell you something about that postpartum thing. And um, I give this advice to a lot of young men or men that have their firstborn. I tell them, yo, if your wife, girlfriend, baby mama has postpartum, do whatever it takes those couple of months to have amnesia and be supportive because whatever they're going through, we can't relate. So whatever anger, whatever shit they're going through, eventually one day it will, go, it will somehow stop or disappear or transition out. Yeah. But don't take it personal. And yeah. I tell you, so many fucking people like, yo, don't take it personal. Because I met so many men that be like, yo, I'm out. That first two months is toxic. I can't handle this shit. I'm like, what the fuck? It's it ain't that easy. Um, but, yeah, it's easy. I mean, I when I had my kids, I, I didn't sleep at all. And I don't like sleep. So unless you're a heavy sleeper, then yeah, I can see that's bad. I'm a late, I mean, I'm a late night sleeper. Now I'm like, if I don't get five hours, I'm good. I'm like a little rough, you know, grumpy. Yeah, I don't know. I my in my twenties, I was that was a game for me. Breaking night was a game. Like it was like that. You was think it's better to have kids in your twenties or thirties? Thirties. What? Like late thirties. Late. Why? 30s. Why? Because when you're twenty. Okay. First of all, I actually like that I had my kids early. I had my kids at 24, 26, and thirty. That's good. Um, but like. In my 20s, you don't really know about yourself. Like, you really don't know about yourself. And, you know, do I would suggest do, do fun things, but, you know, do them with grace. You don't have to be all crazy and I'm in my 20s and go crazy. Then in your 30s, I was told in my 30s, oh, when you hit 30, you're going to know about yourself. You're gonna, your womanhood is going to come out. And I'm like, uh, it's 35 and I'm still waiting. What's going on? That's fine. That's fine. I mean, it, it depends your story. You know, if you're telling yeah. me you've been, if you've been in a long term relationship from your teens, your 20s, you don't really get to progress unless you progress with your partner together. That doesn't normally happen. You know, they say this is my rule. Every five years, you're in a different version of yourself. So if five years from now, I'm different, the other person's not different, it could change. But um, yeah. the older we get, the more life should be easier for yes. us. Not yeah. complicated. Um, Toxicity, you know, like I'm in my 40s living a 20-year-old life where there's like toxic lifestyle and you're like. I don't give a fuck. I'm 40. I'm, I'm going to live my life just because the fact is, and I just did a podcast about this earlier. I talk about, yo, I'm turning 40 next year. Not next not year, like in a year and a month. And I said, I got to do something crazy. I got to fucking live my life because for my 30th, I went to Cancun. And I had a fucking ball and I fucking met so many people and I drank so much that I fucking even passed out happy like a small little guy. But I'm like, you know what? The last 10 years, you know, I have two kids and I'm like, I worked, went to finish college and all this other shit. I'm like, damn, I'm done. My 30s are done. 
So yeah. I always tell people, the older you get, you got to just fucking mature. Speaking of that with you, I haven't seen you for more than plus 10 plus years. And, you yeah. know, I'm recently I was looking at your, your page and I see that you went to Jamaica. I did. So and it was a group of people, right? <laughs> yes, it was. So basically um, when I hit, let's say, 38, life smacked me in the face and said, no, this is not for you. And so it is what it is. But I was like, I'm 39. I was 39. And I was like, I want to finish my 39s with a bang. Like this is that whole, like, that's not my lifestyle. Like life is like, no, you're whack. No, I'm not whack. I don't want to feel like, oh, I'm about to hit 40 and I'm about to like, you know, be old. So. Yo, yeah, yeah. 39, 38, 40. Now that shit ain't old, okay? No. Exactly. That's, like, that's you know. I love my 40s. I just turned 40 on September. And. Congratu congratulations. You look fucking like 28 compared to me. Fuck that. Thank you. And so I just started to kind of work on myself. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a list. I was like, I'm going to make a list right now. Like, this is not the lifestyle I want. I'm going to make a list of everything I ever wanted to do, anything, whether it was to go, you know, uh, on a trip by myself. That's a big thing, especially for women, because women always have to go with somebody. You go to the movie theaters, you have to go with somebody. You go to the supermarket, especially if you're Spanish, ven conmigo, I want to go. <laughs> like, everywhere women, most women go, they, especially moms, they go with somebody even with their kids. So for me, it was a big deal just going to a trip by myself. So this year I was able to be at a um, Latin-owned uh, retreat. It was part of House of Curls, sponsored by Cam2 Hair Products, which was amazing. They sent everyone who came to the, to the retreat, they sent them a box with all their products and we were able to really enjoy their new product line especially with the avocado in it it was it's i still have products i still literally have products because there's so many products that we received but the house of curls really is such a community of of uh, women um in all types of it's everybody that has curly hair really it doesn't have to be specifically for women but basically uh the retreat was a group a community that i I didn't really think that I would connect in such a beautiful way. It was just an amazing event. And um, it's House of Curls and C-U-R-L-S. Okay, it's um, owned by Shirley Tavares, which she's amazing. And it's a clothing line, Latin owned, and um, they really embrace, uh, there's a company that really embraces having um, curly natural hair. As she can relate as well as I can relate as well in a lot of Latin communities where, you know, you have to have straight hair if you're going to an event. And it's not that you have to, but it's like, well, you can do your hair or no, you know, <laughs> um, every weekend, the, you know, the salon is always packed and you see all the blowers and all that smoke and everybody's just straightening that hair. But, you know, this um, company, which was so amazing to be part of um, in their retreat and it's all about embracing your curly hair so there's and a group so, of women that are curly hair yeah it's like you got curly hair what's up how you doing come with us <laughs> 
So, you know, I mean, I have curly hair. I'm half Salvadorian, half Dominican. And I've always leaned more to my Dominican side. I wish I lived in Washington Heights. So my culture, my cultura, my everything, the way I feel, the way I talk, the way I like that whole, that's straight up Dominican, like DR, you know? And um, so anyways, the thing is that she does a retreat. She does a retreat every year. So on this, uh, she was like, you know, she announces it and she's like, I'm going to do an all girls retreat and we're going to Jamaica. So I was like, I'm going. Life is not going to tell me that I'm not going. I'm going. So I made that check mark on my list of things I've never been able to do because either for life or other people's opinions or, you know, as women, we don't like to travel alone. I mean, I'm going to Jamaica. We went to Jamaica and it was the best thing. It was a group of women. Um, they had a photographer as well. So we took, we were able to take professional pictures and it's so, it's oh, so good. Like for yourself, you know, did like, it feel like therapeutic or empowered? Oh, my God. When I tell you it was like insane, it was only four days. And in those four days, we got to learn about so many other people, a lot of people from New York went down there, uh, people from Orlando, Florida, like people from Wash uh, Washington, D.C. It was like just. So do you believe in that? I've seen this a lot on social media where people get togethers, they get togethers from all over and they just meet. Do you think it's something that you recommend? Is it for like single moms or? It's for anybody. Let me tell you, in this group of women, there were not only entrepreneurs, but there was moms, moms of like four or five kids, moms that work so many hours and they're exhausted and tired. They don't even know who they are anymore. You you get to a point that you're like, what do I like? Like, who really am I? There was women like that, which I was one of them. And, I can name uh, a full group of women I know that would love to do something like this. Let me tell and you. And it's cool. Now that it's here, I'm going to definitely, you know, I'm going to put that in the link. And, yes. you know, when's your next trip with them? Um. Well, they do announce. Usually they announce the trip in December, beginning of December. I would say keep an eye on it because so, they go fast. So let me get this straight. Uh -huh. Rule number one, you have to be a mom or a woman. No. Right? Rule number one, you just got to have curly hair. And if you don't want to have curly hair, that is fine. This is, like, for women. Like... All right, I get it. Women power. Damn, I don't get a one for me too, guys. <laughs> Somebody out there. I'm about to create one for the guys too. You know what? You should. Big boy you season. Yeah, big boy yes. season. You're a big boy. I'm about to make a, a guy's trip with, you know, since everyone's doing curly hair. So what happens <laughs> if I get a perm? What happens if I get a perm? <laughs> <home>? well, <laughs> if I get know, a perm, is the same shit. And let me tell you, there was moms that, like, older moms, like, um, there was women of all ages, I'm going to be honest. Like, one was 70, one was in their 60s, uh, people in their 50s, people in their 40s, 30s, 20s. Like, and That's it was cool. such a cool vibe. It was just like. I, I did was, some type of something, not a trip like that, but I did some group gathering with random people, like 60, 70 people, some motivational training a few days. And I felt like that was very interesting to me. And I always wonder if these groups, or, you know, can they make a difference? And it sounds to me like it does for you, right? It did. I mean, I got, I got to have, I left 
I left to Jamaica not knowing what was going to happen um, or who the people were. Like, I didn't even know that at all. So you, so, so you was, speak to some of them now? You speak some, you became friends with some of them? We became sisters. That's oh, how we became, like sisters. That's a, like, that's a big girl, word. I got your back. You coming, you want to, you want a, a time off from life? You come to my house, stay over my house. Don't worry. You don't have to pay me nothing like that. Like sisters. That's, um, it was amazing. Like, that's true. So that's did amazing. you leave the old version of you out there in Jamaica and then came with a new version of yourself? Um, I actually feel that the new version of myself coming from Jamaica, even though it was four days, it really empower started the empowerment and the confidence in myself and in, in making decisions on my own just for me because I've been a mom for 16 years right now and in reality I do everything with my kids so for me to go in a trip by myself not with family members not with my partner and even when I was you know some people be like, oh, no, you might have gone with a person, with a guy or whatever. I'm like, no, I feel great about saying that. Like, nope, I did all by myself. <laughs> so <laughs> tell me one thing, if you, if you could share, tell me one thing that you felt that was impactful for you while you were there. What, like, you know, what was a wow? Oh, you wow. know, something that would say, wow, this shit hit me. This piece hit me or this conversation hit me or what something was someone said or you saw hit me. Um, I think one thing really hit uh, a group of us. It was uh, me and two other girls. And, um, you know, a lot of people are going through a lot of trauma, silent trauma that they don't talk about. And so, you know, you're meeting new people. They don't know you. They don't know your life. They can't nothing. They don't have to know anything. And so we decided to go to um, the blue hole, which is um, it's like a deep hole. And we actually jumped off of, like a cliff. 35 feet down. I did that in Cancun. Oh my God. Amazing. But I'm big, so I hit the fucking bottom of the fucking oh. floor and I was terrified because my fat ass was like, yo, that shit is deep. Now I gotta swim back up. Well, that water smacked my ass so hard I had a bruise. It was amazing. It was an amazing experience. And you know, you go through like your fears, like your fear of heights or your fear that you're going through and and you just want to release that trauma or it's just beginning. It's the beginning of releasing some type of bad. Like was it like a baptism? You know how they baptize people in the water? No. Did you no. feel like you just threw yourself and you said, fuck, I'm going to let it all out and just <laughs> throw myself? Because you know what? My podcast name is Live It, Love It, Fuck It. But the fuck it part comes of it. Well, it, 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 was, it, was, a, it was just like that. That's how we felt. By you the see? time we were like, we jumped that, we're like, that's it. <laughs> and it was, I think, really, it, it connected us a lot. Um, a lot of us had different fears. Um, you know, some women, after having a baby, you know, your body, your, your, your optimum is not the same. There's some women that you know, the babies are so big, they rip your, they rip your, your stomach muscles apart. And you can like put like four or five fingers in between the muscles. Like, so a lot of women have, you know, um, that fear of showing that. And that was one of my fears. I think that's hot. And I know men that agree with me and to think that's hot. 
But, you know, the, this well, the guy not, in Jamaica uh, thought that was hot, and I was like, "Yeah, crazy, yeah, uh, crazy." <laughs> I mean, it, how can I say? Yeah, I understand your point of view because to this day, people be like, "Yo, you're a big dude, man. You mad cocky and confident." Okay, it's because it's my personality. It's not to say that, you know, once upon a time when I was younger, you feel like, "Yo, this is not right," but then if you own yourself, you kind of like, "This is who I am." Love me or leave me, but you know it's it's mind fucking. It's called mind fucking. What I tell people, you mind fuck yourself a lot. And That's exactly what they told me, and I was you know, like, <laughs> you know, it, it depends because I know people like yo yo, I, you could lose mad fucking weight right now. I'm like, yeah, all right, but you know, I, I need to take a, like a steps or something. They're like, yeah, you could be like me. I'm like, all right, fuck it. We could all be whoever the fuck we want, but it takes time, right? You know, scars and all that shit. I had a friend of mine goes, yo, you just you need surgery. The best thing about this, this new world is surgery is the best thing for people. It builds confidence. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I met people that tell me I've done my stomach. I got a lipo. I know women that tell me I got my breast implants and it changed my life forever. Great. But you, it looks to me like you went over there. You came back a different version of yourself. When you introduced me to that page you have, and my, by the way, I also put it on under here. It's Let's be Mandy. Let's be dot Mandy. Let's be dot Mandy. Yo. That person, I'm like, who the fuck is this? You know, my first thing that came in my head was, is this the you know the two shot version of you when people drink after two shots, the courage? But then I'm like, yo, this is this is interesting because I'm I'm a firm believer that we're all superheroes in some way. So when you gotta put your mommy cape, your working cape, but you gotta fucking take all that shit to be yourself sometimes. Like, you know what? I need a gray area. This couple of hours, it's a me. It's only me. Fuck this whole. I got to be a parent 24 hours. I got to be responsible 24. I'm going to take these next two hours and just be me. Exactly. And oh. that that's what I've been working on um, for the past year and a half. I haven't been with my partner for a year and a half. And um, it's been a hard, it's been hard. It's, I'm going to be honest. It's been hard. Accepting, going through grieving, grieving the seven stages of grieving, whatever the case is. Seven? But I think I'm fucking one past two. <laughs> Let me tell you. That shit is hard, <laughs> but I'm already, I, I still kind of grieve, but I'm already like, it is what it is. However, that was my momentum of, I want to do stuff that I've always wanted to do, but gracefully, like you don't have to be like doing crazy or, you know, when women, when women get rejected, you know, you can, it hurts. Rejection Period. Well, you say rejection. Be more specific because I think I've been rejected hundreds of times as a guy, and that's normal. But when I hear a woman says I've been rejected, <laughs> I'm, I'm on that. Mm, like, really? Like, is this person blind or has like no eyes? But because it's kind of, I, I feel really weird when I hear a woman tell I've been rejected before, huh? It, it's it is common. A lot of women are either their ego or they just don't feel comfortable talking about it in public. I think once you get to a certain point where you're confident to talk about it, um, you may talk to about your close friends about it. You've been um, rejected, you said. Oh, well, yes. But uh, I so feel like you rejected more people. <laughs> okay. I feel like that's, that's the part where I feel like when women, oh, yeah, okay, I'm sorry that you got rejected maybe less than a handful of times, but I'm pretty sure you rejected more men in your life or even women you rejected. I look at you laughing because you think you know I'm fucking right. I'm sorry to those people. 
No, 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 no. But I'm no. I mean, when you're rejected, but you're being rejected. Give me an example. <laughs> I mean, when I was young, I was the king of rejection. I was rejected everywhere I go in life. Mm. Work, family, women, you name it. Yeah. Well, okay. So uh, my partner, my baby daddy, uh, we've been together for 19 years. 19 years. And this person has decided to all of a sudden feels they don't want the responsibility of a husband. They don't want the responsibility of a parent. And so they manipulated a situation so that my reaction is, well, I'm not going to accept that. I'm like, we're married. We're not going to, I'm not going to accept that. No. Sounds right. You know, you fight for marriage more than an actual boyfriend. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, since I'm not going to accept that, I feel like you need some time to rethink what you're what you're doing because this is unacceptable. You coming home at whatever time and you marry, you've never done this before, so it's not acceptable. And as soon as I said, hey, you need some time, that person took that card and ran with it. Like, ran, like, bye. Like he went and to get milk like, and I came back? Damn, and I was like, I'm the whole package. Like, and then some, like, as a guy, you don't have to worry about the nighttime. Let's just leave it like that. So if I'm the whole package, then what's the problem? The problem is that it's him thing. It's not me. You know what? Look, I'm a guy. And and I and I and I said this earlier. We tend to mind fuck ourselves a lot. Sometimes it could be personal, sometimes it could be careers. Maybe, you know, shit happens. I think as human beings. When we're at the point, whether you're male or female, fuck, when you decide you want to out, it's kind of scary because shit, I can't think of myself one time wanting to actually walk out through that door and say, fuck everything, fuck my kids, and I'm out. Um, Let me tell you, us women, when you work in your, like, 90 hours and then come home, you got to cook, and then them kids are disrespectful or they're acting crazy, and you're exhausted exhausted at the end of the day you're t- it's 10 o'clock at night you're gonna take your oh shower <laughs> and you're like damn i had the longest day ever so what do you want to do honestly when you go when you after all those days what's the, what do you really want to do when you get home i always tell people this i'm gonna tell you the truth i always tell people when men and women there's four things of addiction you need in life to cleanse yourself people use liquor okay they stay drink i have friends that drink every fucking day Not a good. beer or a beer the people, I, I know women that drink a wine every fucking day or, or, or shots. I know people that need to smoke every fucking day to clear, clear their mind. I know a f- only a handful of people that be like, yo, I need to fuck every day. Just That's to, me. Uh, That's <laughs> and, me. That's the fourth, and the fourth one, I know people that need to go to the gym every fucking day. Yeah. And I'll be like, bro. So I was the people, we're one of two. We need to have one of those addictions in life. And it, yeah. and, and, and the way I'm thinking things are now, if you're telling me that's yours. What was That's your my, what was your partner's addiction between those four things? Video games. I mean, how much video games? Because I have a video game, but I only play no, like Chavo, when no. I'm bored. No video games, like from eight o'clock to like three or four o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, does I'm, it make money out of it? No. Okay, never mind. Chill. They the try. They try, but no viewers. Okay. I mean, <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. 
I'm just, I'm not trying. Um, no, well, I mean, at least he tried, right? At least he tried to make money. He, he, he's, he's trying. He's trying. That's what's up. You know, I mean, that's the best thing to do in life. Yeah, you can try. You can try. But that's yeah, a really no. bad addiction, though. That's a really obsessive addiction. Now, one thing I hear constantly women complaining, and this is, I, I can say, is my pet peeve. I'm addicted to football. Like Sundays, I'm telling you right now, yo, the next 12 hours, I'm going to ask you straight up what you want to eat, what you want me to cook, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Do you need to buy something? Because once that fucking thing turns to one o'clock, I'm mopping, I'm multitasking for the next nine hours. No me joda. All right. All right. But the thing is, like, I, I feel like that's a thing. Um, You think it's called selfishness, being selfish sometimes? Mm, when, when... I think I think generally it's when you're selfish, but in a good way, a healthy way that you can balance it. It's balanced. It's not something like, oh, I'm selfish and that's it. Like, I don't care about your emotions or your feelings or how you feel or what you're asking me. You know, I mean, I really want to go so deep. You know, I, I'm going to bring you in for this next podcast with a group of people. There's another strong, there's a strong woman I know, but it's all men's point of view. And I feel like you'll get so much along. Oh my God. Have you ever come to back to New York? I, even, I have a group of people. I know that you can relate to these stories, but um, two things I want to say, uh, I'm sorry that happened to you. Um, life changes and I hope and pray that things get better. And it looks to me like you have. Yeah. Life. Um, I started two, myself. Which is, you know what? I think, that's always the foundation. I have two things to ask you though. One, I want to see that list, even off, even off camera. I want to see what the fuck that list says because I'm always curious to know what's that list because I have anxiety sometimes when it comes to getting older. Why? Because I've seen a lot of my friends pass away in their 30s or 20s and uh, some had mental health. I'm not going to lie to you and they couldn't last, but sometimes I always vouch about what the fuck. I feel like I'm going to live forever, which I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. My favorite tattoo is a fucking hourglass because um. Oh, by the way, I have mad tattoos. And I, and like I, my I, time is such an important thing for me because one minute you have a baby in your hand, one minute motherfucker's a toddler, next you know he's a teenager, and you don't feel like you're growing and aging, but you're like, yo, I'm aging too, mm-hmm. and I want to make sure life is good. So I want to one day see your your list of your bucket list because I have a small bucket list and. I, I did a true- collage. I did you a did collage. Mm-hmm. So is it like a vision board you have? Yep. That's what I did. I, I got one day I just got upset. I was like, I'm over this. I am over this. And this is not how I want to do this. And I just started taking, I went on Pinterest and I was like, I started screenshotting everything I wanted to do, whether it was to go on an air balloon or if it was to go on vacation or if it was to work on my body. In, in the sense of health. Um, if it I want to I wanna see this vision board. I fucking want to see this shit. You to bring it? I'll bring it out. Do we have time? Bring it out. Bring it out. So for okay. anyone... Well, there's so, a little bit about me, though. So people on YouTube, you'll, able, you'll be able to see this vision board. I see a four-pack. I see... What is that? A pool? A beach? Some so deuces. A lot of these things I've actually... Oh, deuces. Yeah, that was me when I went to the Bad Bunny concert. You see? Oh, so that was part of your list, too. So I, wanna, I was, so my thing was I want to go on a concert. And I went to the Carol G concert. Carol G, holla. Yeah. So for those listening on the podcast, since you can't see visually oh. this, you go on my YouTube to watch it. But I see 15, 20 pictures. And this is you just made this one day. Or you just said, fuck it. I'm going to make my own vision board. 
I was pissed off. And I said, I'm living my life. I want a healthy relationship. Uh, no matter how unrealistic things will seem, it's going to happen. Um, I went camping, which was on my list. Um, I got several job offers, which was on my list of things. Um, I started working out, which is that whole belly thing thing, because that's my... Any tattoos? Ain't no, no tattoos up in that joint? <laughs> oh, 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 you see? Now now I'm curious. Yo, so let me ask you something. So you just pretty much said fuck it. And I feel like um, when, as people, when we're put against our walls, back against the wall, I mean, sometimes we just do, we just fucking do things, right? Like, fuck it. We're not, we're fear. Does did fear play a role in your life before? Like, did it stop you from doing a lot of stuff? Of course. Like and then that's the, just re, this recent event just said, fuck it. I haven't, I'm gonna move on, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I had, uh, no, no names, no names, but I had, um, I had someone who, I mean, I met you in college, right? And this person, basically, when I got my college acceptance, I was going to go to this college. I was jumping up and down. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look what I got. And this person pretty much took my acceptance page, scrambled up in a little paper, and threw it on the floor. And moving forward, a lot of my stuff, I, I know, yes. And so... A lot of a lot of bad thoughts, you're not good enough, your art is not good enough, like no, you art. don't have wait, your art you draw? Yeah. I, 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 draw. Do, I do oh. murals. I do murals. I have this huge mural in my in my we're, dining table. We're, we're gonna talk later on about these stuff and then yo, so two things, because I I feel like there's so much left to talk about. There and, is. And I feel like I just I feel like I just learned a different version of you. I have so many fucking questions, but I do want to, you know, I do want to tell the listeners that does this sound anything like you? Do you know people like that? Because I'm pretty sure there's three things I want you to get out of this. It's one. Thank you, Mandy, for being open about this. We're all fucking go through a lot of shit in life. So the one thing I, I, I took from this so far was, yo, if you find a group of curly hair women, if you're a woman of curly hair, there's a group out there of powerful women that pretty much does the what i believe in which is live it love it fuck it and go out there and you know become a better version of themselves and have fun i also feel like anyone that doesn't give a fuck and they're angry do what she just did and create a vision board and you know and you know what and three i love the fact that you set up this whole thing about parenting like it's fucking real there's no guide there's no guidance no guidebook about parenting and there's no right or wrong fuck it you know and like i said we i talk about there's four things we rely on, sex, money, drinking, video games apparently is one other one, and gym. It's okay to have one of those, but just be careful how addicted you may get because some addictions, they know that, right? Yeah, that's true. Oh, I mean, you could be addicted to sex, but... Which is a good thing, and as long as you don't <laughs> get babies. Amazing thing. But yeah, know. no, so gym. If you can't do that, do the gym. It's... it's you can it's mix good. it. Yeah, you know, but... um. Damn, I mean, like, I feel like I learned so much. But there's one more thing I want to get to before we end this. And you had a, something in your hand. You had a book mm -hmm. that you were promoting. I was like, there's something about me. Even though, yes, I'm half Dominican, half Salvadorian. Um, I am not the best cook. But I, but you, I mean, I'm good enough to be married. But I wasn't the best. So I would be like, I'm the whole package. 
No, I'm the whole package and then some plus. So I got, <laughs> I got this Dominican book. It's called The Dominican Kitchen. And it's by Vanessa Mota. Amazing. Let me tell you. I did Sancocho. Sancocho. That's how you say it. Sancocho. Yeah, yeah. You say it's Sancocho. I know. You don't say it like an American. I, I, I've never tried Sancocho, so I'm <laughs> guilty of that shit. But now you're making me, you're making me wonder. Yeah. So I do food reviews, too. So I'm about to take a trip to one of these Dominican spots and see if I can get myself one. Let me tell you. This girl, and it's gorgeous. Like, this is a beautiful book. So you recommend this people that want to upgrade their skills or just say, hey. No. Because, I, I mean, I think I'm a great chef because I watch YouTube videos. And I be, you know, I, you know what's funny? I'm allergic to shellfish. I'm allergic to it. And... But I make the fucking best of each in the fucking world. Because once, one time when I was younger, I'm like, I tried it. I'm like, yo, this shit's delicious before I got all ronchado and high on hive <laughs> and shit. But I know the taste, so I can make it. And I'm, I make a really good one. But I'm like, I'm allergic to that shit. But cooking, I think it's also like therapeutic in a way for me. It is. It's become therapeutic, especially with my whole journey I've been going through. Um, I've gotten I'm, to going to restaurants and checking out their food and like, and it's just gotten, I've gotten to have a love for food and appreciation for it and how it makes you feel, you know, warm and like, oh, this is so food review, right? Like the food review. So, well, this is a good thing to know because the next time I ever go to Florida, you know, we may have to do a food review. Um, yes. Or if you ever decide to come back to New York, I could tell you some hot spots that I definitely want to try out. Do you see yourself ever coming back to New York? It's a visit. <laughs> I mean, of course, the visit, but you know, let me know because. So look, there's three things. That, uh, damn, I'm, I'm, I have so many fucking questions for you, and so check this out. This new podcast version that I'm doing now mm-hmm. is always gonna be a follow up. So once your episode gets released, for any of the listeners right now, if you have any questions about what we talked about, motherhood, relationships, um, I don't like to break get so into details of people's past because sometimes I don't want that shit to be popping up again. But it looks to me like you use that shit as a tool for empowerment. That's and right. I think that's great. And I think to end this show, I would like for you to give me three tips to moving on that you could recommend to someone else who went through something similar to what you did and maybe wants to move on. Just three little tips. Help others. Let's start by three. Number three. Number three is take time for yourself and really get to know yourself and what you feel you may need to work on. And that's going to that's gonna be empowering, um, whether it's good or bad. You know, you have to also accept that maybe you might have also done something that you're like, I'm not happy about that. Let me change that in my life. Whether it could be cursing could affect you and you're like, oh, it's negative. It's nothing. But it's could be negative or I mean, it could be the smallest thing, but work on yourself um, for the better. Number two, I would say travel by yourself. Even if it's just do something by yourself, even if it's going to the movies by yourself, let me tell you, that's amazing because nobody has to tell you, oh, I got to use the potty. Can you go with me? Does dinner count? Dinner, Dinner by yourself count? Or do dinner by yourself. Literally, do that by yourself. And then number one is always have God. Think of God and his morals and what he wants. Keeping your grace as a woman is so empowering. 
And I think that has helped me. And even now when people are like, oh no, and they, you know, that other person is giving you that negativity with grace, you could be like, no, I'm good. I've been good. And God has me and he's been helping me. So those three things. Yeah, I thank you for sharing that. And for anyone listening, there you go. You got free little guidance right now. You know, there's probably sure there's a lot more, but thank you. I thank you so much for that. And like I said, I have so much follow-up questions. And I, I already know I have a group of podcasters that would love to talk to someone like you. So I'm going to introduce you to them because there's a big network here. Awesome. Awesome. I'm down. So I'm Mandy, down. listeners, <laughs> if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. Her IG is in the bottom. If you dare to follow, follow because that version of Mandy, I'm still learning. But I want to say thank you for tonight. Thank you for you know giving podcasting a shot too, by the way. Yeah, this is my first time, but I love it. Let's I'm go. Not, you're gonna, I, I got some other people that definitely go in it, but to the audience, thank you, and have a good night. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Check yeah. our YouTube page. We're going to have fun with this. Yes, we are. And don't forget to follow lesby.mandy. What's up? Yo, and if you're, you're team curly hair, go ahead. Do your thing. <laughs> yes. Follow them, too. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jay.